Thomas and Frederick. With Thomas and Frederick. With Thomas and Frederick. Welcome to State of the Franchise, the podcast that talks about franchises of all shapes, sizes, backgrounds, genres, and types. I am one of your co-hosts, Tom Stadler, here always with the pickle master himself, Fred Dakin. It's a pickle meister. Oh, pickle meister. <laughs> so we're doing this German style, are we? Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, good, good, yeah, good, yeah. Fred, uh, it's been a, a lovely stretch here of just some great, fun episodes uh, that are very focused, but... I got to say, this week, I'm pretty excited to, to really get down in the brine with you. Yeah, I want people to put their expectations in a jar full of <laughs> vinegar and some spices and let it just, just percolate for a while or whatever it does in that jar and then take it out and let it be something new because we're talking about pickles today. That's right. We are talking about pickles. I mean, just your average everyday pickle, but your average everyday pickle comes as with this podcast, in many shapes, sizes, and flavors. And here to talk about that with us is our special guest this week, Hannah Tantanen. Hello. Hi, Hannah. How are you doing? I'm fantastic. I am looking for any excuse to just talk about my special interests, and this is a big one, so I can't really believe that this is real. Like... You guys are going to pull the pickle plug at any moment. <laughs> no, this is a safe space for you to pickle out. Yeah, we really want to crunch into this thing this week. Okay. So, pickles. I mean, you get them every day. I feel like pickles are maybe one of the most underrated yet divisive things that are in like regular food. Like, you go to a sandwich shop, you'll get a pickle. You go to... I mean, just like I'll get a Bloody Mary from a bar, right? Sometimes you're going to get a pickle or you're going to get a pickled onion or a pickled olive or something like that. I'm like, wait a minute. Is this just, is pickle the secret ingredient to the Bloody Mary? Mm. Could be. I don't know. It absorbs. Yeah, maybe without the pickle, she's just Mary. I don't know. Yeah, mm -hmm. right? It's like that really puts, it's, it's a bloody pickle. <laughs> <laughs> so, Hannah, as an aficionado of pickles, we're very curious to hear, well, first and foremost, what kind of, why you love pickles so much, and mm -hmm. maybe talk a little bit to us about where you even got started on your pickle journey. Sure. Well, um, I will sort of identify myself as a pickle connoisseur, as you said. Um, I kind of have to, like... Pickle culture is so vast and so many different, as I'm sure we'll get into, regions and cultures have had their own takes on pickles and their own styles. But what I go for is a whole dill, preferably jumbo, but I'll take what I can get. Mm. So um, jumbo whole, dill, whole dills, um, maybe like at, at like the zoo or the county fair or um, at like on a deli counter in a giant mm -hmm. jar mm -hmm. next to a lobster tank or something. <laughs> Ideally, oh, I always picture next to the eggs. There you go. Yes, that's true. You do get a lot. I of, think like, pickles and eggs are friends. Oh, for sure. But are pickled eggs friends? Certainly. Oh, okay. Oh, certainly. 
I feel like pick like relish and eggs like go hand in hand. Not like not necessarily in the sandwiches I like, but I feel like egg salad sandwich with relish. That's like your pickles and your egg right there. Oh yeah. They also share a mystery, you know, like something about the origins of life contained inside some sphere. And there's like a spooky element with fermentation. You you put a cucumber that is crunchy, robust, and has fulfilled its purpose as it is grown into its fruit and then something dastardly happens along the way and it emerges triumphant different and beautiful and i think eggs they, they sort of share that mystery Except, to think of other foods well that, the other the thing with pickles though is it's a definitive which came first it was the cucumber with eggs sure. you know that's 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 the issue right but I was hanging on every word of the process of the cucumber <laughs> yeah. becoming the I've pickle. I've spent a lot of time thinking metaphorically about, about cukes. <laughs> so. About those cukes. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll, I'll tell you, there is something to me. I'm a late bloomer as far as cucumbers are concerned. Mm-hmm. I feel like when I, early in life, I would eat pickles. And then they'd be like, well, you like cucumbers. And I'm like, hold on. <laughs> Slow your roll. Because I'll tell you a little bit about how I don't eat cucumbers. Now I do. But... There was a time when I had to separate them. It was also the whole thing of like corn on the cob versus corn off the cob. I couldn't do it off the cob, but mm-hmm. on the cob, ooh, ooh, had mm. that extra crunch. I don't know. Yeah, I've uh, I've uh, upgraded to grandpa status with corn on the cob because I don't like picking out my teeth. I like get the knife and I cut it off the cob. <laughs> Trick I learned from my great grandpa who didn't have teeth. Ah, so that's <laughs> why you're in grandpa mode. I see. Oh yeah, yeah. So. You've, you've taken us on a mysterious journey here with the pickle, Hannah, but, but mm-hmm. where did yours begin? Do you recall your first pickle? Um, no, but there was one really early on that I will never forget and that members of my family will never let me forget. Um, it all started at the Milwaukee County Zoo mm-hmm. when I was um, probably eight years old and my sister was like four and um, this was this story is actually the story of my very first Choco Taco. Oh, I know when you are twist. Yeah, <laughs> what did I say? Eight years old when you you see your first Choco Taco advertised, it is a possibility that you never thought you'd be allowed. <laughs> I don't know if anyone else's parents were supremely obsessed with impressing upon you as a kid that life is not in fact fair. I think that's a common thing with siblings, but my parents seem to relish it. Um, I'm really sorry that wasn't on purpose. Um, I was was trying to be quiet. I want to go. I want to go. I feel like everyone's just, yeah. So um, we were at the zoo, and we both, my sister and I, were allowed a fun little treat after seeing the penguins. And um, a pickle would probably have been definitely if not for the choco taco like what i would be going for so i decided i needed to know and my sister she got a jumbo pickle well it came out and i was so underwhelmed i was so disillusioned because the the picture of the choco taco you have no idea how big it is it looks robust Mm -hmm. it's coming out the shell truly Mm -hmm. and then it it emerged as just this sad like just the ghost of a dream of what a choco taco could be but 
I was intensely, I was a sharing kind of kid. I wanted everyone around me to have the same sensory experience as me. So famously, if I had a package of fruit snacks, I would give them out to everyone and then have one for myself. Mm. We're all in this together, right? Absolutely. I thought that would be something my sister would appreciate because with this once in a lifetime opportunity, I gave her half of my Choco Taco. Wow. Generous. Thank you. Um, clearly I, I felt so magnanimous. Um, and then when it came time to pay the piper, I, I asked for a bite of this pickle and my sister refused. Now we are only three and a half years apart, but I was like a large kid. I was the tallest kid in my class until fourth grade. Wow. My sister was the opposite. She was like... 80th percentile. Or I don't I don't just very little. So when I say a jumbo dill in her hand, it you she needed two hands to hold it. And it was roughly the size of her entire cranium. <laughs> so you imagine my dismay when I couldn't get her to share even like I couldn't even sniff it. So um I cried outside of the um small uh reptiles house, I think. Mm-hmm. But they, these weren't crocodile tears. <laughs> these were <laughs> these were the tears that formed a core memory, and um, I I've never like she will always have one whole jumbo dill pickle over me oh. for the rest of my life. That's just heartbreaking. And yeah. it's also more time of your life where if you would have had that bite, pickles would have been your life even longer. Yeah. 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 No, I'm always like at negative one. Like I can, I can, I will always be come up short. Now, do you think counter. you're always now we're getting into your pickle consumption and yeah. also we're going to do something special involving a pickle order on this cast. Mm-hmm. But I do want to ask this question and it's a heavy one. Mm-hmm. Do you think, uh, this, this pickle intake, you're constantly trying to get back that original pickle with every oh, pickle? Oh, I'm absolutely m- mentally devastated from this childhood experience, and I am trying to recreate the childhood that I never had. Wow. So, um... This is your superhero yeah. origin story. Yeah. Like, like there's, like, an episode of, of the Harley Quinn animated show where Batman, you, you find out he's just replaying the death of his parents over and over in mm-hmm. his head. And right now, I'm... It's just slow-mo shots of me slicing a Choco Taco in slow motion. (laughs) And, like, you hear, like, some um, Italian classical aria playing as I (laughs) offer with trembling hands half of my bounty to my sister, who then... She wouldn't even look at me. She would just turn away. I can still see the neon yellowish-green juice seeping between her (laughs) fingers and turning the pickle it was wrapped in. Not like a nice... Like two ply, na- like a zoo napkin. Oh man! <laughs> you so much as breathe it the wrong way, and it kind of disintegrates. <laughs> so true. the mush of it, it was just a sensory nightmare. <laughs> oh, goodness, Tom! I just wish you could just add in some like Andrea Bocelli, like while she's explaining that. Bit. Oh, Fred! By the <laughs> time this drops, <laughs> it'll be in there. <laughs> yeah. <Conte>. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um. So. We did bring up, though, the fact that we are going to place an order, and I feel like now might be the time, because while we did do a little research and did a little bit of shopping to get some samples of pickles that I would love to taste with you both in a little bit, 
did not get any jumbo pickles and mm-hmm. I feel like it must be rectified at this point. Yeah, well, don't don't feel too bad about it. This is actually really authentic to how I consume pickles. Okay. Um I I do uh order if I'm ever say getting like a a sandwich from Jimmy John's or Potbelly, I will get not only a whole dill for my consumption for that meal, but up to two more for the fridge. For a rainy day, which is usually the next day. Wow. I love it, though. Yeah. I feel like I do that, too. I order at least... Well, I order the large one, but I get it cut in half. Mm-hmm. This from Jimmy John's, I'm saying. And then I'll end up saving the half one, and then I'm so excited the next day when I see it just sitting <laughs> in the fridge. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it, it must be done. It must be accomplished. So while while you're doing that, getting this pickle order... I was just thinking about keeping pickles, and obviously it's not a problem then. Just putting that loose pickle, like wrapped in something, of course, in the fridge, it keeps its integrity. Because mm-hmm. I was thinking if it didn't, more than likely, most people in their homes have a jar of pickles. I feel you could catch a free ride in that jar and just stick like your pickle spear in there or something. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's, it's a good way to think about it because I always feel like that is the one thing that's in everybody's fridge. Mm-hmm. You'll find a jar of old Milwaukee. Or is it old Milwaukee or is it just Milwaukee? Pickle? Milwaukee. I think it's just, yeah, just Milwaukee. You are correct. We're a Clausen's household. Clausen's. Wow. Clausen is my brand, and I'm sticking Whoa. to it. You know it's good because it's refrigerated. Mm-hmm. Why? Wow. You also know it's good because it's better than every other pickle. That too. Actually. <laughs> So. All right, I'm going to pop some pickles in our order, and I just want to alert everyone to the fact that I really appreciate Jimmy John's for giving options for pickles. When you order on the app, you can choose to have it quartered, halved, or whole, mm-hmm. um, and as I am someone who prefers a whole dill, I like them uncut, I will, I, I just appreciate that mm-hmm. from JJ's. It is, a, it is a wonderful thing because there's just times when it's like, you don't want to eat a giant pickle. Mm. Not saying you, Hannah. Yeah, I'm saying I'm sorry, some. I'm struggling with that pretense. Some people out there are just minimalist with pickles. But, Fred, I know you are not minimalist with pickles. What's your experience with pickles? So, I uh, kind of a similar, similar childhood as you were. I was kind of a little afraid of the pickle, but I was also afraid of the cucumber and pretty much any vegetable. Mm-hmm. I've gotten better. I can have some of them. But uh, pickles nowadays, I am a picky pickle eater, I will say. I When it hits for me, it hits. Like, I think I can achieve the pickle highs that you are talking about, but they're far few in between for me Mm -hmm. and i will say the best pickle situation for me which is does not make any sense you can tell when it comes to pickles it's all mental for me for some reason is my favorite pickle is the individual spear at a deli or a diner with a sandwich that one spear, which could come from wherever, you know, like it came from it, like part of that pickles going to someone else. Like as a person who's picky, you think that scares me. But for some reason, no, for some reason, that sandwich with that spear, like after a burger, a cheeseburger in paradise. No, oh. I love that spear. And it's funny that you talk about the whole pickle. I do have in my notes too big. I get scared. Oh, because <laughs> I. 
I don't know. I think there's the, like in this room right now, I can smell the pickles mm-hmm. and I don't like the smell. But if I go to my fridge and grab a pickle and just bite it, I love it. I love the taste. I love the pickle flavor. But I don't know. I just have this weird relationship with pickles. I don't know what it is. I mean, you are a little bit of a pickle elitist is what it sounds like. Yeah, and I don't like it. Yeah. That's very mm-hmm. interesting. Mm-hmm. Especially considering that, Fred, you are, you are somebody who loves very good quality food. Yes, but I also am a person who appreciates really garbage food at the same time. <laughs> like, I'm kind of like a gutter raccoon and also, like, I'll be, like, the Pooh Bear meme where he's, like, the fancy poo. Like, I'm definitely, like, in those two lanes at all times somehow. You are both, uh, what's what's Patton Oswalt's character's name in Ratatouille? Oh, Remy the Rat. Remy. You're Remy and his brother. Emil? Yes. Where it's yeah. like he's he's got all the high notes. He needs like the best kinds of cheese, and his brothers is willing to eat like garbage cheese. But you're also wherever. the hoi polloi. <laughs> mm-hmm. Perfect. Mm-hmm. It's so good. That's great because I feel like I, I am exactly in between of where you both stand. I like pickles I, as long as I can remember. I've liked pickles. It's just been a. a my dad always loved pickles, so he would buy a jar of Milwaukee pickles. So that we always that household. Yes. <laughs> I mean, growing up in the great state here of Wisconsin, you got to have yourself some Milwaukee pickles. I think they're it's local. a requirement that your dad has the big jar of Milwaukee pickles in the fridge. Absolutely. I have the exact same experience. And it's always there. Mm-hmm. Every time I go to my parents' house, I'm not even sure if it's the same jar or not. Mm-hmm. I just assume he keeps buying it whenever he runs out mm-hmm. or gets scared of the fact that it's been there for a while. And then it's like a trigger goes off in his brain and it's like, I have to go get more. <laughs> so that was my stepdad with um, the Johnsonville summer sausage, like the Ooh. big, like. Also a quintessential stepdad food you know it is <laughs> like you picture like the little uh ramekin of the tiny pickles like that mm-hmm. and then like slices of summer sausage <laughs> like yeah it's good if he's feeling fancy <laughs> <laughs> this is sort of like the wisconsin like picnic food or like charcuterie board right oh like yeah what we're disca- describing right now yeah it's like you get some mini pickles you get there's some like summer sausage, some cheddar cheese. Maybe uh, if you're feeling fancy, you put a slice of Swiss on there. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, it's all together. And then I'll, I'll just throw out the two other picky pickle things that is kind of crazy to me is I say I'm picky, but a loose pickle and a Bloody Mary? Hell yeah, I'm pulling that shit out and eating it. Yeah. Even if it's soggy or whatever, like I, that doesn't bother me for some reason. And also like the baby pickles. I'm just going to say I do love them on a charcuterie. Mm. Like, I love, like, a bite of the little pickle and then some cheese, some meat, and then back to the pickle. That's just a good time. It does. Well, I'm pleased to report our pickle purchase has been approved. Excellent. And they're on the way. I am very excited for that. I have a question for both of you, though, too. Knowing that you are in relationships, do your partners like pickles, or are you the person that takes their pickle? Annie, you may go first if you wish. I definitely snake pickles from anyone's plate. If like I will ask, <laughs> it's not even you. <laughs> I mean, definitely my partner. Um, I yeah, it goes beyond you know my, in my relationship. If I'm, it's a dining partner. Mm-hmm. If they don't go for it right away, or they get more than halfway through the sammy and it's still on the plate, mm-hmm. whoo, 
I will I will be inquiring. <laughs> and that and it's not going to go over well with me if you do that because you better make damn sure my sandwich is done because <laughs> that's when I decide. Okay. <laughs> that's your palate cleanser. Yes, that yeah. is how I do it. It's like the after the meal for sure. Oh man, that's the first thing I reach for if I get a sandwich. I'm getting that pickle. Because I, I love that it's like a little appetizer. If I didn't get one on a Bloody Mary already, I'm not saying I had a Bloody Mary before a sandwich, but I'm not saying I didn't have one either. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, because I'm definitely in the relationship where now, I mean, I had partners growing up and they were like, yeah, if I pickle, now I got to fight for it. And it's like, she'll look at me and be like, you going to eat that? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yes, I am. Yeah. Yes, I, am. I, I do give up my pickle a lot because she does the preemptive ask. Oh. You know, like she'll do it like while I have like my first bite or two, and I'm just like, I might, but then I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a nice boy. I'll give wow. it to her. I don't care. I, I, I envy the people who are in the symbiotic relationship where they have a partner mm. that is like, you can have my pickle. It's like, so you get fucking too, like yeah. the Jack Spratt. Yeah, the Jack Spratt. That's exactly it. So. I think that gets us then to talk a little bit about the history, speaking of the, the interesting names that are for, for pickles. So pickles go back a surprisingly long time. I mean, this is by way of historians who claim that this is true. So it, the claim says that pickled cucumbers were first developed for workers building the Great Wall of China. Though another hypothesis is that they were first made as early as 2030 B.C. in the Tigris Valley of Mesopotamia, using cucumbers brought originally from India. We're almost coming up on the 4,000-year anniversary, potentially, of the pickle. Happy birthday, pickles. Yeah. It's good to be born in a time where you can celebrate anniversaries like the be <laughs> that I was born for now. A 4,000-year anniversary. Yeah, for, for my favorite food. <laughs> it's, it's truly insane to even think about that. I mean, it, it doesn't get better than that history, historical fact. Historical? Historial. That's not a word. <laughs> I like historial, though. Yeah, I'm, all, I'm here for it. Actually, the, um, the thought of pickles longevity is actually, um, they kind of, there's a number of cultures that kind of overtly um, tie into this thought uh, earlier when you were talking about um, just hitching a ride with your single spear in the communal family jar. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of Asian cuisines have um, like the, the family will have a pickle jar that um, as long as you make sure that there isn't an airflow problem and that it's covered in enough vinegar, you just continually add to these. So these these pickles, like eventually you eat them all and there's newer, fresher produce inside. But mm. the brine can become sort of a historic or a legacy food, mm. um, a generational food. Wow. Um, so, th- yeah, the, the idea of um, pickling cuisine, it's definitely something similar to those like thousand year stews and soups because it's made safe by the natural fermentation. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask about because that's like probably what makes them like historically important is because it made food last and like i think that's a big deal back in the day when food was more scarce you know i mean you're talking about you know the history of the refrigerator goes back probably only what 150 years at this point so people had to find ways to preserve all these foods if you didn't live in a cold climate you know other Mm -hmm. than just putting stuff underground so yeah you get a pickle barrel or whatever it might be 
you know, it works. Um, so just some entomology, you know, pickle cucumber, which is commonly known as a pickle in the United States and Canada, and also a gherkin in Britain, Ireland, South Africa, Australia, and New Zealand, because, you know, it's named for the queen. Completely made that up. <laughs> <laughs> so it's usually a small or miniature cucumber that has been pickled in a brine, vinegar, or other solution and left to ferment for some time by either immersing the cucumbers in an acidic solution or through souring by lacto-fermentation, as Hannah was illustrating for us before. Pickling is the process of preserving or extending the shelf life of food by either anaerobic fermentation in brine or immersion in vinegar. Pickling procedure typically affects a food's texture and flavor. These are all according to our dictionaries, so if you guys have any issues with the definitions, <laughs> feel free to jump in. So popular types of pickles, which we're going to be able to enjoy here in a moment, just to try a few different. We have brined, which are prepared using the traditional process of natural fermentation in brine, making them grow a little more sour. Bread and butter, which was a very contentious thing before we even started recording. Yeah, I almost didn't record today. (laughs) This marinated variety of pickled cucumber in a solution of vinegar, sugar, and spices. Gherkins, which I guess are just baby pickles. So I'm going off definitions on like I kind of want to talk about a couple of these things. Have you either of you heard of a gherkin before? Isn't that like a gherkin baby? Yeah, I believe gherkin is a German word for pickles. Okay, um, and also they use it in the UK. So, um, like a gherkin would be a, a dilly cucumber that's been fermented. Will they call anything a gherkin though? Does it have to be a baby cucumber? I think or? I'm. I think it's. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. I was confused. I was thinking Gerber baby. Gerber. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which. You know, Gerber comes in jars, so you weren't that far off. That's exactly. true. For some people, like Hannah, it could have been their baby solution. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or baby formula, I should mm-hmm. say. Moving on, anyway, past the gherkin. We'll get into that. Uh, kosher dill, which is not necessarily kosher in the sense that it has been prepared in accordance with Jewish dietary law. Instead, it is a pickle made in the traditional manner of a Jewish New York City pickle maker. Uh, with a generous addition of garlic and dill to the natural salt brine as a kosher dill pickle. Hungarian pickles are made without the use of vinegar. Cucumbers are placed in a glass vessel along with spices, usually dill and garlic, water, and salt. Additionally, a slice or two of bread are placed at the top and bottom of the solution, and the container is left to sit in the sun for a few days so that the yeast in the bread can help cause a fermentation process. Y'all want to try some Hungarian, Hungarian pickles? pickles. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I would let I would like you to have some first, and then <laughs> and then we'll wait. See six how, to eight yeah, weeks. see yeah. how how it affects you, and then probably not. <laughs> I mean, the Hungarians are still kicking, so obviously it didn't affect them. Yeah, either. yeah. So yeah. No, I just have weird food storage things like canned foods, just because like my my grandparents were like. Like, they'd have canned shit that was years old. I'm like, oh, it's fine. It's canned. Like, mm-hmm. And that always scared me because I remember, like, when we were cleaning out, like, my great-grandfather's house, like, them opening jars that were disgusting inside. And I was just like, no, it doesn't work after a while. Ugh. You know, it kind of makes me think of beer, though, right? Because beer has a whole yeast and mm-hmm. warming solution involved, mm-hmm. right, to ferment the beer. Well, yeah, yeast, yeah, make wine, too. Yeah. So... 
are they that far off in using that way to make their pickles? Yeah, it feels wrong. I say <laughs> I'll say it. Because I guess, like when I like back in college, when I made when I made uh, wine in my bedroom. I'm sorry, I thought this was gonna be a you made accidental pickle story, and I was my heart rate quickened. <laughs> okay, I'm listening. No, I made I made wine, which uh, you can do from like taking grape juice. You add sugar. You add this, that, and then you add active wine yeast. You put a balloon over the bottle of wine, and then you poke a hole in the top. It inflates a little, and it lets out, like, whatever, and keeps in whatever. I don't know. And I made some decent wine. It tasted a little watery, but the flavor was, uh, I'm doing I'm doing the hands right now. Mm-hmm. I'm impressed. I can't believe you tried all that. I feel like I'd be too scared to make my own wine like that. Oh, no, I did it for a school project. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Tech College in Fond du Lac was pretty relaxed. I'll tell you that. Especially if it was in Wisconsin, doesn't shock <laughs> me that they let you make alcohol. I definitely have wanted to make some refrigerator pickles. I think I've tried before, but the most success I have with pickling anything is actually pickled red onions. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if the pickle purists are gonna appreciate my method, but. Um, I learned that it was, like, super heckin' easy. Um, like, to me, the, the recipe or method for making pickled red onions kind of baffled me that it was so accessible. Um, so now I, I kind of do it in, like, anything I'm cooking. If I have red onion, I will reserve half and so that there's the option for pickled uh. ones. But basically, you just put them in a little ramekin in the microwave, just cover with a little splash of water, a little splash of lemon, and a little bit of salt. And 30 seconds in the microwave will kickstart what it needs. That so you just leave it in the microwave until you're done cooking. And then there are these like brilliant technicolor, super bright red, like pickly onions. Wow. So yeah, 30 seconds in the microwave. All you need is water and lemon juice and onions and salt. Come on. Yeah, that, that, that doesn't sound good because I do like pickled red onions. I don't like red onions. But I like pickled red onions. I think I'm the same way. Yeah, I think a lot of things. Pick, pickling is just trying to improve. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Going back to cucumbers well, themselves. Yeah. With yes. cooking, because I, like, especially during pandemic, I did a lot of different cooking. And I did a lot of quick pickling, which is just kind of like throwing some veggie. Like, usually I get, like, the cabbage. And I just throw it with vinegar and garlic and lemon and just kind of, like, stir it up and let it sit for, like, 20 minutes. And that's like, you know, that's something. I mean, it's kind of making your own crowd. Yeah. 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 That's great. Speaking of kraut, so they're also Polish and German pickles, which basically they said similar to a kosher dill pickle, but tends to be seasoned differently because, you know, leave it to the Germans and the Polish to be more vague about their their cuisine. (laughs) There are lime pickles, which are soaked in pickling lime, not to be confused with the citrus fruit, but rather in and rather they are in a salt brine. And this last one, which I am, I really need the reaction of the room from. There's Kool-Aid pickles, which are made by soaking dill pickles in a mixture of Kool-Aid and pickle brine. Hannah, would you? Yeah, but I think it's more of a candy. I don't think it's a pickle. Like, it, you use pickles to create this recipe. But, um, I mean, Kool-Aid pickles are historic and definitely, I guess, contentious if they're not a part of your culture. But um, they're here to stay. 
And if you like Kool-Aid, like, go for it. I just don't know that I would, like, I think it's a candy. Yeah. <laughs> Is that, a so does it just kind of take on the taste of Kool-Aid and mm-hmm. the pickle stuff kind of? Mm-hmm. Hmm. And if you think of, like, Gatorade, like, f- high sugary, fruity flavors with a sort of salty undertones, like, there's definitely some magic there. Yeah. There's a little something, something. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'd be very curious to try one, but I don't think it's something I would revisit often. Mm-hmm. Just... It's something I know I would like, but again, I have I have weird mental, mental blogs, and yeah. I hate them. I want to yeah. get rid of them. Well, I'm in a couple pickle pages on Facebook because <laughs> this is a, this is a lifestyle. Yeah. And um, one thing that's been making the rounds is um, taco pickles, which is where you crack open a jar of your favorite varietal, and then you add one packet of taco seasoning, screw the lid on, and shake for a little while. And um, I'm a little afraid, but people swear by that. Like, that's that's the biggest innovation in pickles. For a while, it was coring out a jumbo whole dill. I keep saying whole dill. Whole dill. <laughs> a jumbo whole dill and um, putting a frank in there and then making a corn dog. So that was, like, the last <laughs> fad was, like, hot dog stuff, jumbo dill breaded on a stick. Um, but we've moved to taco pickles. I, you had me with the taco pickles. I was like, okay, so it's a seasoned pickle at the yeah. end of the day. The the madness that goes into creating a corn dog yeah. out of a pickle. Yeah, and it a like it's a relationship between pickles and um, uh, hot dogs, and it fully inverts it to an uncomfortable level. Yeah, <laughs> ratio wise, very much so. Yeah, I do love a seasoned pickle. That gets me excited when I'm in the pickle aisle looking at all the pickles. And, like, I, I bought some Tabasco pickles, which were pretty good. Mm-hmm. A little, like, light. And because pinnac- pickles are already vinegary and Tabasco is, like, the most vinegary hot sauce, they, mm-hmm. like, kind of met nicely. But, like, try to give me, like, an Old Bay pickle. I'd be here for it. Oh, yeah. that could be pretty good. So, speaking of... These all these different flavors and brands. Let's talk about where are some of the best, and let's crack into, or I'm sorry, let's crunch into some of these pickles that we have on hand here. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. So I talked about Milwaukee pickles. I'm such a big fan just because, like I said, I grew up with them. That's just sort of a staple for me. So I did bring some baby dill pickles from their kosher dill from Milwaukee. If y'all want to take a taste and maybe just talk a little about the Milwaukee pickle. Yeah, this is the petite. All right. Back away from the mic in case anyone has mesothelioma. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. That's true. But I'll, I'll talk a little bit while you both are tasting because, I, I, as I said, you know, it was a staple of my dad. I feel like no cookout is complete, especially in this area in Milwaukee proper, without a Milwaukee pickle. It's It's something that I just feel like... Even if you're not a pickle fan, you got to supply them for your people. (laughs) You know? And that's that's my thought on it. Eating that made me feel like there's a certain quota of those that I have to eat every year. Like, I know I'm just in for it. Because it's not negative. It's pleasant. But it is kind of one of the more popular pickles in this region, probably because it's, you know, like we're in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. So I know I'm going to encounter them, um, but I'm not like, I really don't buy them myself. Sure. Well, you already said you're a Clausen. I'm a Clausen, mm-hmm. Clausener, Clausenist. Yeah. Yeah. To me, this is part of a set and that set is like 
an app board or some sort. Like, I want these in a ramekin, and like I said, I want the cheese and meat, and I want a little plate, and I want to be kind of palate cleansing with the pickles. Or you could even get them all together. You have, like, the the, the Midwest mom-like meal of, you like, wrap, like, ham and cream cheese around, mm-hmm. like, a dill pickle, and you get, like, a little ham roll. It's a nice little, like, board along with Fred. You have a look like it looks like you're about to throw uh, out cream cheese. It's yeah. A, so this is also a hot topic on the pickle pages. Yeah. There are people that swear by this, and it actually was recently featured in, I believe, like, episode two or something of the second season of Somebody Somewhere on HBO. Oh. Yeah, to very... um polarizing ends on on that one um i don't think it, it it went over very well for the characters on that show sure but it does show you know the power of this recipe mm-hmm. i guess is leaking into the zeitgeist um i'm not that's not what my family does at a barbecue so <laughs> i'll steer clear but i know that people go crazy for it yeah it's it's something that i feel like i will eat i'm not I'm never in love with it when I have it. It's not like I hope somebody makes this again, but I'm also like, huh, this is a nice little, nice little snack. Uh, another popular pickle that people like to have is Nathan's, which is a brand that I was not familiar with growing up, but I know you two were very intimately familiar with the minute that word got said. I mean, so I found some hot and spicy Nathan's pickles that I would like us to try, but I don't know if anybody has anything to say to Nathan's in general of being like the hot dog place. <laughs> um, nothing regarding pickles, at least. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I just know, like Nathan's is huge, like on East Coast, and it's just like a very good hot dog. I think they think I'm supposed to think that they know something about pickles, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not sold. Okay. <laughs> However, I will say, right before we were getting getting to recording here, um, I did take take a, an intimate whiff of the Nathan's chip, and on the nose, it it really delivered what I'm looking for in a pickle. So I'm incredibly excited. Well, please right. please enjoy. I'll, I'll say a little bit to to Nathan's. Is this the Ridgy Boy? This is the Ridgy Boy. Oh, that smell. Yeah. Oh my God. So. I mean, I guess for, for Nathan's itself and their pickle brand, they pride themselves with the having a little zing, a little sweet, a little salt, and a whole lot of crunch. So they say they take their pickles as seriously as they do hot dogs. Would you agree, having tried a Nathan's pickle? It's good. Don't get me wrong, but they are lying about the crunch. <laughs> um, I found that to be pretty soggy. Yeah, and but... Especially for the design, because it's got, like, the little ridges, and usually that, that like means I'm in for a crunch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was expecting something a little bit more. The flavor, not yes. bad. So I like this because it's very vinegar-forward, and that's what I'm looking for in the pickle. Mm. If it's too much of that dill, like, I don't even know how to describe the flavor I'm talking about, but, yeah, I want vinegar and garlic and salt. That's what I want. Man. I guess, yeah, that... I'm curious what else they have after eating that, right? Well, I also wonder how a whole dill would kind of stack up because the slices, you're kind of damaging the integrity. I, I, they're, one of the reasons I love a whole dill is the very first bite when you sort of get to test. If it'll always be crunchiest when you're first, like, breaking. This sounds so clinical. When you pierce the membrane <laughs> of the pickle flesh, like, that's the best bite uh, yeah. of a whole pickle. 
So I feel kind of like I'm, I'm not the greatest judge because every other form of pickle I am judging against its potential as a whole dill. Mm-hmm. But as a chip, this one is pretty good. I think I like the spice on it. Yeah. Mm. Um, and I, I especially like the under the spice, the pickle foundation of what you're, what I'm looking for. I think we actually, Fred, you and I are totally in the same beat for what I look for in pickles. I think they do it just a killer job on the vinegary brine. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not too garlicky. It's Mm-mm. not too aromatic. Nothing was overpowered. It's in the pocket. No, yeah. it's it's what I expect. Mm-hmm. It's a nice blend. I would love a Nathan Spear. Yeah. Yeah. I tried to find some. Mm-hmm. It was difficult. I was going to a deli or a, a local market, so it's a smaller market, mm-hmm. but they had some of the pickles I was looking for, just not a lot of variety. <laughs> These are the pickles you were looking for. These are the pickles. Uh, <laughs> I was more John Lennon than nobody. <laughs> nobody. Yeah. These are the pickles you're looking for, there George. <laughs> See, we don't need AI John Lennon. We got Tom Stadler. That's right. Just give me an impression, and I'll go for it. So the last one I had here is not a well-known pickle brand, but we'll get into more pickle brands after that. This is from a place called Winky's Market from A Taste of Door County. Mm. So I got us some bread and butter pickles because I had never had one. My, My fiance in the store was even like, ew, bread and butter. But I feel like Y'all need to try it and oh. just enjoy it. <laughs> Sorry, I just took a sniff. Or, I know what I'm in for, and I'm not uh, excited. Please enjoy. I will tell a little bit about Winky's try Market, it. because I, I like to plug a, a nice small farm. I'm <laughs> genuinely not sure if I can do this. Okay. I get <laughs> so, a little tissue. Yeah. Huh. So we have a Door County farmstead that was started <laughs> in 1967. Their hobby garden became too large for their family, so they started selling their bountiful crops in a roadside stand. Blanched fruit and vegetables were canned and preserved by both Don and Jane's mothers. Uh, I've started sweating uncontrollably. <laughs> this is this is very amusing to watch because you, you. We look like um, if you watched like a, a, a deep Southern Baptist gospel. Like <laughs> my hands were fully. I was feeling something waving around. You're just nodding really vigorously as you're doing. Like you're trying to shake we the, are going the demons it. out. Yeah. Oh, truly, this is foul. I look like I'm about to die on the toilet over here. I'm That's so sorry. <laughs> I think it must be said there are so many people. I and especially in Milwaukee, I think bread and butter pickles are um, like a German thing. There's a lot of people who. Um, are raised with this style. Oh, my God. <laughs> Tom, <laughs> Tom. Your face just now, Tom. I'm so sorry. I know what you're going through. I've had these before. Now I know what they are. I'm, these were my grandmother's favorite flavor pickles, and I always was like, these are not the pickles I want. I want some dill. I am, I'm a believer in the big dill. And these were like... You got bread and butter pickles that were like, oh, you want bread and butter butter pickles. I'll give you fucking bread and butter pickles because I took the tiniest nibble and my mouth is full of bread and butter. I ate the whole thing. No, no. I mean, it sent me into convulsions, but. I've I've got a little pile over here of uh, half-eaten pickles. Oh, my goodness. Sorry, I'm weird. Okay. Hide it. You're not pickle proud. You both are are just. I feel like you're overreacting a little no, bit. No, I'm in recovery. But it's it's definitely not a great it's not a great no. flavor. Not one I would put the top of my pickle board as far as those types are concerned. Uh, I would lo- love to try something else though from Winky's Market just because I feel like they commit to the pickle game. They have the history there of doing. Well, and if you like bread and butter pickle bread and butter pickles, 
these ones rule. Yeah. They are super bread and buttery. Mm-hmm. So, like, I mean, I'm happy to put people on to say it again. Winkies. Winkies. It's W-I-E-N-K-E-S. So it might be even like Winkies or something. I don't know. You could get me to kind of enjoy a bread and butter pickle on a chicken sandwich. I think if it was made and seasoned the right way, it wouldn't be my first choice. Mm -hmm. But I think I could get some enjoyment of a bread and butter with like a salty meat. To kind of counteract yeah. it, but I'm still, that's no, that's not my bag. I think I would go the other way and do like a regular chicken sandwich with the hot and spicy pickle twins. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to imagine what I could probably stomach with a bread and butter pickle on top, and I I can't lie. It made me so depressed. Like, my shoulders <laughs> sunk a little bit. Like, I mean, I'm sad. It was truly a sight to behold, both of you reacting to that as I was trying to read this, this little <laughs> blurb I had about the place. But man, oh man! Hey, yeah. By the way, our Jimmy John's order is out for delivery. That's ex- so exciting! I love that we're doing this in real time. Mm-hmm. So let's talk a little bit more about what are some of the better pickle brands out there, though, or the better types of pickles. Since I, I mean, I know we're dill fans here. I think it sounds like everybody pretty renowned here about yep. the dill. Yep, jumbo hold dills. Jumbo hold dills. So where are you getting your jumbo hold dills, or what? What are some of the brands that you feel like people recognize? Yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong with Clawson, as we've said. Uh, you got to look for it in the refrigerator section. Mm-hmm. I can tell you what's n- not good. Oh, um, I am do. not a fan of Mount Olive's entire oh. range of pickles. I find them to be too mushy, too uh, whatever Clawson is not. not. I'm not a fan of Mount, Mount Olive anything. Yeah, no. What is Mount Olive known for? Are they known for their pickles? Olives. Yeah. Well, I thought. I suppose. <laughs> I think... It might be pickles. I don't. I. I don't think that they're. Which is another thing. Maybe you should. You know, if they are primarily pickle people, but they're called Mount Olive. Maybe you get what you pay for. <laughs> right. A little true. bit. I'm not sure that they did their due diligence. Mm. They are called the Mount Olive Pickle Company. Yeah. Huh. So. So it's it's all right there. That's the supposed to be there. <laughs> the Mount Olive Pickle Company. Yeah, but I I don't know that. Yeah. I never don't know if I've ever had a Mount Olive pickle. I don't think they make. I don't love most of their stuff because I've gotten their olives too, and yeah, it's a, it's a bummer. You have to go to Mount Pickle to get the best olives. Yeah, so yeah, really. <laughs> obviously. Yeah. Um, but what about like hot spots? And we're talking restaurants where you know, like, oh, I'm gonna get a pickle from here. We talked about Jimmy John's. For me, it's got to be Potbelly. If it's not Jimmy Ooh. John's, Potbelly also has a mean pickle game. Although, um, if you, like me, want to seize the dill and um, have that first crunch, um, you do have to call uh, independently if you, like, order online or on the app and specify that you want it to be whole because they naturally, they cut it into four pieces. Mm -hmm. And I've even learned the lingo because when I go there in person, I also have to ask. And then the guy, he's like, what? Oh, don't cut it up. Oh, okay. Um, and then he yells to his buddy in the back, and he says, "Hey, that jumbo dill is unspeared." <laughs> so I know the lingo now, um, and so do you. So if you ask at Potbelly for unspeared pickles, like that's that's my spot in town. I like it. Yeah, actually, when we set this up, I, I did a little venture out of Potbelly's because I'd never been to a Potbelly's. Whoa! So I experienced my first. Pickle at Pot Bellies and just my first Pot Bellies in general. And I, I was a fan. Of all of it? All of it. Uh, yeah, my pickles did come speared. Oh. And I was happy about it. Yeah. 
And it was nice because I believe I just shared it with my wife, and she had, you know, she had some. I had some. It was a great time. It's always good to bond over a pickle. Yeah. How do we feel about Grillo's pickles? Have you had those? Grillo's? I think it's actually Grillo's. Oh, Grillo's. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't say it hot enough in the Italian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grillo's. Okay, like maybe Frank it's Grillo. Grillo's. I don't know. Um, it's, it's really polarizing. So the people on the pickle pages, people hate the packaging. The pickle packaging is purportedly... Pretentious. Sorry, uh, no, just difficult to get into. Um, please, please continue. It's not a jar. It is a. Um, they are packed in a. <gasps> oh, I've seen those. Up in a plastic. Um, it's like a deli container. Yeah, and it is sealed like super tight. So, and the and the plastic is kind of rigid. So you'll see all these posts on the pickle page of people who like the top of it is broken off and there's pickle juice everywhere. Um, so I mean. If they change their packaging, I know they'd have a lot more fans. Um, I I think it's kind of... uh, I did say pretentious earlier. Maybe that was a Freudian slip. I think it's a little pretentious. Mm. I think the price point... Is is a little too high for what they're. It's a little highfalutin. Mm. Um, but they do have something I haven't seen by anyone else, which is a pickle de gallo. Now we're talking about language. And as much as you know that I like um, pickle preparation options, um, you can get it in like a chunky varietal or like small little pickle pieces. So how is it different than relish, like pickled relish? Um, it's not it's not very sweet. Hmm? Um, and there are some pickled peppers in it, I believe. Ooh. Yeah, and it's it it is more on the Clausen end as crunch. Co- I will use Clausen as like the goal. Like, hmm. they are the crunchiest still. So, um, everything is compared to Clausen, and nothing will ever truly compare. But, um, I don't. I, I, Grillo's lets me down on the flavor and the access. Interesting. Yeah, I've seen those containers before because one place I wanted to go before we recorded was there's a pickle store in Wauwatosa area. There is. Have you? You don't know about this? Did you see my eyes widen <laughs> the size of dinner plates? So I don't know if they sell this brand exclusively or something, but when you drive by, it's walls of those kind of containers. Mm. But I, I, I would be curious to check it out because it looks like it's like a whole store of pickles. I feel like our guest was going to check this out at some point now. <laughs> yeah, we could do a reunion. Oh For sure. Gosh. We'll yeah. just record there. Yeah, <laughs> and handing out to send us a voice recording at yeah. some point. <laughs> so I was looking at an article on A Taste of Home, which is a, a nice, I think they're locally actually um, stationed here, so somewhere out in the Milwaukee area. But they had a list of pickles, and they had voted... Grillo's pickles as the best fresh pickles. They had voted the crunchiest pickles as Milwaukee's kosher dill pickles, the ones we had. The most complex flavor was given to Boar's Head kosher dill. Mm. How do you feel about Boar's Head? I think it's promising. I've never had a Boar's Head, but um, the people who like... I'm just a broken record at this point, but I've heard that the people who like Clausen also like Boar's Head, mm. so I've been alerted that it's it's something I'm, I should go for. <laughs> it's on your radar. It's, it's truly a whole community. Like, it, yeah, I'm not the only super obsessed person with pickles. There's, It's like there's dozens of us. I am like, I'm so excited to actually like go and try some of these brands now because it's like I needed somebody who is as pickle Petulant. forward, pickle passion. <laughs> 
Did you have a whole list of like alliteration? Yeah, I'm a, it's saying. a pickle penchant, maybe a pickle problem, a pickle proclivity. I just picture you two sitting somewhere, and now you're like, this pickle will change your life, and you just pass it to him. <laughs> it's just like, I, I take a bite, and then like White Rabbit starts playing in my head. <laughs> One makes you larger. I got a little pickle myth corner that, uh, oh. you know, I always thought was something, and it's just going to make me sound like an idiot, but it's going to be fun. Okay. I always thought. You know, cucumber usually see at the store. It's like big, right? Mm-hmm. I thought when you put them in the jar, they got small. They like shrunk the pickle size. Oh. I did not know that you grow special smaller cucumbers. Yeah. It feels somewhat analogous to the idea that in the TV I have, I also have many versions of all the celebrities that are on TV that just like wait their turn to do the, <laughs> do the show. I love it. That's something that I don't know that I've ever thought, but I guess it's like when you put it in a brine, right? You would think that it would absorb some of it and get bigger. But I don't know that that's necessarily true. I think it just changes its texture. Yeah, just changes its texture. I, I thought they were putting big old cucumbers and they were shrinking down to little old pickles. Yeah. I will share the last thing on their list, though, from the Taste of Home article. I saved this one special for both of you. Best pickles for garlic lovers are the Mount Olive kosher Ugh. dill spears. Get the get the fuck out of here! Yeah, no, that's okay. Uh, I will say, Boar's Head does that's like deli meats usually, so they're coming from like a deli background. So, which I trust implicitly, right? See, that that's that's why you got to go with them. My dad used to have a Boar's Head shirt. I always used to see him wear it. So, Boar's I mean, might something. be a, f- a future topic. I'm a big fan of a lot of their stuff. Their cheese, their deli meats, they do it all well. So, something else, though, that came about pickles that is very interesting, I think this has to go in the highlights here, Hannah, is that you brought up pickles have become a symbol of trans rights. Can you speak to that a little yeah, bit? Yeah, pickles are sort of like trans pride, I guess. Uh-huh. Um, it is the trans community has. Um, I mean, we're all very we're memeing like crazy. Um, we're adopting <laughs> things. Um, famously, another icon that sort of is similar in the trans love is there's um, this plush from IKEA called the Blow High, which I only know how to pronounce because I am trans. But it's it's <laughs> spelled like Blahage, B L A with some crazy umlauts and stuff. And okay, it's just a shark toy. But enough trans people were like, you know what? This is me. This uh, this feels good. That like it is uh, that you can buy pride flags with this blow high figure on it. Mm-hmm. So we've sort of also adopted pickles and it, it's some of that. Um, there's also like for a number of reasons. Um, one is sort of metaphorically, rhetorically, it makes sense that um, maybe a cucumber goes into a jar. And eventually comes out a more um, self-actualized, realized, more delicious and zesty version of itself. Yeah. Um, which is a cool, cool metaphor for um, authoring your gender. Um, but also uh, some of the more concrete, I think, reasons would be because um, it is a side effect for um, uh, a number of people who are on hormone replacement therapies, um, one of the drugs most commonly prescribed, um, creates a craving of salt and like iodine. Um, so people develop pickle cravings and so it's, it's sort of like pickle solidarity with those who experience like the actual cravings for it. It's also just a cool, 
metaphor but like yeah like um there's there's a real link between these things um and also i think um something people might not be as aware of is so there is i found an article Uh um that is called does a pickle a day keep anxiety away oh and the tagline of this article is fermented food appears to calm the nerves of the socially challenged Um, And this relates to transness in the way that I I personally identify as um, transgender, non-binary, and also as neuroqueer, which for me means that my particular neurodivergence, the particular brand of ADHD and autism I have, are so inextricably linked to my gender and my perception of the gender binary and um, my place within it that um, my neurotype and my gender go hand in hand. So, um, as a, the, with the autism piece of it, like I would absolutely classify myself as, what do they say? The socially challenged. And apparently, uh, this was also published in National Geographic, um, and some more legit sources than where I first found this article, which was (laughs) quickpicklekit.com slash blog. Um, but I, I did, I did check it out with, uh, you know, National Geographic that, um, it they the um the serotonin boost of eating a fermented food is um in some individuals like really powerful wow so that's awesome though and i think it was great to talk about that for pride month too because it's very exemplary and it's a great new fact to learn about too i think especially having had no previous knowledge of any of that and it, i love how multi-layered all of that is because it's a great process but I, I see Hannah is grinning ear to ear right now because we just had something come up to the door. Uh, it looked like a Jimmy John's delivery driver. Let me just t- take a peek here. Was it the pickle man? <laughs> it, it was the pickle man. Oh, goody. <laughs> and we do, in fact, have a couple large dill pickles. It's so pretty. They're, pr- they're glistening. It's so pretty. And I'm trying to couch my enthusiasm in, in like jokes and stuff, but I'm genuinely moved. <laughs> well, uh. I'm going to share these pickles now with you and let, let Hannah talk a little bit more about the whole dill pickles from Jimmy John's. Yeah, it kind of, it revolutionized the game for me to realize that I could just purchase a whole dill. Um, the access to this was really life-changing. Um, kind of going off of what I said about the serotonin element um, and, and the, the high people get off of pickles. Like, are pickles the most important thing in my life? No. But I will say I don't think there's any more sort of concise or efficient delivery system of serotonin for me that's more immediate or lasting than a pickle. Mm-hmm. And... I will also say that that like first pickle bite, there's not really a lot in my day to day that comes anywhere close as being as like immensely mentally, spiritually rewarding. So is it the best part of my day if I had a pickle that day? Absolutely. Now, how you measure what is the best thing in your life? I mean, like it is, if I mean, if it's the best thing in my day every day, like mm-hmm. there's sort of a moral quandary there. But I, I'm beyond excited for what is about to what is about to happen i mean i can see the the excitement in your eyes it is an interesting thing to think of a pickle as something that has a little bit of like like a boost to your system kind of like almost like oysters are with for like a libido right Uh like that's almost what my mind went to what 
You never heard about no. that? No. Oysters are supposed to be... It's a sex food. Yeah. Do you have to eat them raw or can you fry them up? I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what the Can I have some are. oyster Rockefeller and it'll still... I don't know. Is that not split, Fred? Do I need to split that for us? Um, No, we can just take bites out of it, pass it back for <laughs> We've talked a lot about, I mean, you, I mean and, about, you know, that first bite of piercing the pickle membrane. Like, I think cutting <laughs> it would be a darn shame. I suppose that's true. I was just going to go in half, but now that we've already talked about... There's like an internal pressure. Well, well here's, the, here's the deal. Because I, I even wrote down in my notes... A big pickle kind of scares me, but in you know we're here, we're doing the podcast. I am gonna take a bite of this big pickle. Do it, but oh, I'll probably give it to you after, unless maybe this will change my life. Maybe this will be my new thing. Well, let's let's observe what happens when Fred takes a bite of his pickle because Han- Hannah, you may as well. Yeah. Don't 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 do this I'm to yourself. It. Yeah, oh my God, it's so we're bad. gonna we're gonna do this. I'm I'm I'm, I'm watching this in real time. The moment. Mm. The joy that's through her body. I actually am believing the whole like serotonin boost right now. You can kind of see it in real time. The joy. Fred, have you been converted? I will say this. That first bite is something. My only thing, I hate to be this guy, but I just know once I take two, three, four bites and I'm starting to hold it, I don't know if I'm going to love it as much. Well, to keep it interesting, there's a couple ways you can attack the whole dill problem. Especially, this sounds like, like I don't know, one of the things that should be like a red flag to see if your kid might be a serial killer or not is like <laughs> the ways that you can kind of attack a pickle. But like, I think it's informed by the type of dill you get. So you got to take your first bite. But let's say it's a little squishier than you were anticipating. Sometimes a crisp flesh can have loose sort of infrastructure around the seeds. So if you find that that's the case, um, which I think that Nathan's, if, if I'm trying to reconstitute that Nathan's chip we had into a hole, based on sort of what I my read, I would say it was probably a, a firmer flesh with loose seeds. Mm-hmm. You can kind of go sideways or corn on the cob style until you've exposed the cache of seeds mm-hmm. and then slurp them down in one big go. Mm-hmm. That's I do enjoy that sometimes. Interesting. Instead, or you can go top down and sort of like create with your mouth your own pickle chips. I mean, that's how I approach it. I just want the big little chips with my teeth. Did you? I, did I miss it? Did you get your your JJ's bite? Oh, I did get my bite. Yep, <clears throat> and it was very satisfying to crunch into mm-hmm. that. Hannah, did you see I took two bites? I'm really proud of you. I don't know why I'm snapping so much today. I mean, it's an audio medium. I guess it's fine. Snap. How do you find that JJ's pickle compares to Clausen? I think so. When it comes from the jar of Clausen's, I gotta say I love a cold pickle. Not so cold, it's gonna make my teeth hurt. Yeah. I will say that's like this isn't warm. This wasn't like a lukewarm pickle, but I'd say that's the thing that's going with a Clausen. But I think this has more pop to it than a Clausen's. Mm. Mm-hmm. It could just be this pickle we have here, but this was an excellent bite of pickle I had. So there's something I'll say for the way that Jimmy John's pickle, it's not even necessarily that the flavor is the most amazing thing I've ever had. It's not necessarily that the crunch is the most satisfying thing I've ever had. I love the way a big pickle, like taking a big bite out of that, makes me feel. Makes me 
kind of like you get this cold like brush over it but it's not like a stinging cold you know like sometimes when you take a bite of ice cream your teeth kind of like sting yeah. right away yeah so i am kind of wondering about like the chemical balance i was like is this just like something washing over they like, taking a hit of like some like drug you know and you're like oh mm-hmm. yeah i love it it just that juice as it just comes in you're like mm, it's great Hey, you you look you look happy. <laughs> I feel happier. I feel like I've been sold on it. It's just like it's yeah. I'll, it must be like because you you did say that uh, it can you know it's it could give serotonin to some people and like I think maybe that's where we have all these different pickle preferences. Mm-hmm. Maybe because like I think it sounds like you're definitely getting. Oh my god, I'm on cloud nine. <laughs> cloud nine and like. You're kind of like you. You're giving me the vibe of like the dad who's like hit weed for the first time in like twenty years. <laughs> yeah, you're like pickle perking up. Over yeah, there. you're like, oh yeah, yeah. I remember why. That's not the only students. pickle perking up. <laughs> <laughs> Tom was eating oysters before we got here. Yeah, no, no, but uh, it's definitely uh, it's something that's very enjoyable. I think there is something very satisfying though about holding a big pickle in your hand because it's just like it's you. It's almost like you're eating a giant burrito. Like that's almost the the equivalent I would give it. Is like you know you're about to have a lot of food and you're going to keep enjoying this for like an hour if you want to and i I love it i think i would be down with the big pickle in your hand but i kind of want it more like long and narrow i think i'm all i'm all crunch i'm all crunch so i wanted to say earlier based on what you described as your ideal spear i i think i can point you to gfs which is the restaurant supply food company gordon's Food oh, okay. Food oh, yeah. Supply. That's the one, um, there's one on like Miller Park, I think. Yeah. Yeah, you can get buckets from Gordon's, and I, I think from you know the sort of assessment I've been able to compile from your anecdotes and your reactions to what's on the plate here, I think you might find a real one OTP, one true pair, <laughs> one true pickle. <laughs> <laughs> With a Gordon spear. Because, yeah, actually, I take back that I'm all crunch. I just love about the spear. If you can picture the spear, I'm holding it. The outer area, the hard part, is at the bottom. Mm-hmm. And I'm taking a bite. And I love how my teeth will go soft through the one part. And then I, like, break like I break its back and, mm-hmm. like, get that crunch. So I like a little soft crunch. Have you ever attacked a spear by putting, like, a little too much in your mouth and then sort of biting down until you get to the firmer part of it and then you just pull out all the seeds and leave them in your mouth and you, like, strip it bald and you turn it around the other half, do the other half, and then you munch on the rind? Again, serial killer level sort of (laughs) ways to break down a pickle, but if you haven't done that, you haven't lived. It's kind of like... I don't know, eating anything that has, like, multiple layers to it. Like, when I eat combos, I'll eat the entire outside of it before I chomp on the middle. I that, too. Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. you have to kind of deconstruct it to understand how each of the flavors so contribute. with this pickle so far, I'm at about the lower third. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, the, the final third. I, I, I did some standard chomping at the top, and then I indulged for the middle sort of portion, um... To everyone's silent horror, I think. Um, <laughs> I was I, looking away. Yeah, yeah no, was, yeah. Um, yeah. I kind of use you use your teeth and your tongue to kind of core out the middle. So so then it becomes like a pickle shot glass, like a cup. And then I kind of patiently nibbled the edges down, and I'm at the bottom of the pickle. And I think I'm switching up once again my approach, um, kind of like combo style. Um, my aim now is uh, you got to leave enough skin that you can hold on to it. 
But I'm going to try and eat around and, like, eat all the skin off mm-hmm. so that one bite when I've I've done that will be just the juicy, seedy inside Ooh. parts. So that's... The, I, I appreciate the whole deal because you really do have to plan your approach and you can kind of experiment as you go along. It is um, definitely one of those things. Like, even comparing it back to combos, it's like, you only have one shot at the combo. You got to do it one way and that's it. Pickle. You get a chance to completely... When do you ever eat one combo? Well, I know what I mean, though. It's like... No, you're the... right, though. Then the combo experience is like that Man, combo. That, I'm so... glad you called him out. I mean, it's like trying to eat Pringles, right? Sometimes you got to eat two and duck face it, and mm-hmm. then they go down. And then you got to have one, and you kind of like, I don't know, flip it around your mouth to just see if you can do it, and then it goes down. I, I... You guys are being extraordinarily polite as I lick uh, pickle juice from my fingers. It's no, it's... Really good. <laughs> B- believe me, you. We're just happy you are happy. <laughs> no, it's good for me because, like, I do just have such weird food stuff that I want to get over it. Especially if I have a kid one day, like, I can't. Like, I have to be able to look at my child covered with stuff. <laughs> yeah, right. And you're gonna have to see it all on the bear. So, speaking of things that could happen one day, Fred is. Uh, I think it's time for our coulda, woulda, shoulda segment. Ooh. And talk about what are the potentials for pickles? Are there flavors out there that you guys would want to see that don't exist currently? Or kind of go back to the the people of the pickle place or the pickle page and talk about some of these crazy concoctions that you can do with pickles, like a corn dog pickle. Yeah. I think I'm interested in a spicy honey mustard pickle. But it would have to, I don't know if pickle science is at a point where we can introduce sweet flavors without... Really going full bread and butter gherkin, mm-hmm. so it's scary to me, but I think that could be good. Yeah. Something that's changed recently is, as a guy who loves spice, I love spice, I look for spicy things all the time, it used to be that it was hard to find a purely spicy jar of pickles. Most of them were sweet and spicy, mm-hmm. and which is fine, just not what I'm looking for. And I came across uh, Famous Dave's Devil Spit. Uh, and those pack a punch. Those you have to like kind of, they don't, they're not going to like put you out of commission, but you can't just like eat and eat and eat. You got to like take a bite and let it ride for a bit. Uh, that That's where I get my serotonin boost is like spice. You should see me eating like too hot for me wings with my wife. Like she'll like be just watching me like, are you okay? And I'm just like sweating, just like drinking my water. Like, yeah. I'm just like, I feel great. Like, this is good. <laughs> it is such a nice blend though to see that because what one of my favorite things of getting like a spicy chicken sandwich now is the people who are bold enough to put a pickle on it or pickle coins on them. And I feel like I never really liked that on chicken sandwiches until I started having like a Nashville hot mm. chicken sandwich. Yeah. And I'm like, if that doesn't have a pickle on it, I feel like I'm being mm. betrayed. Like well, Speaking of pickle chicken, uh-huh. this is something else that my mind went to when you said about what the internet pickle people are up to. Yeah. Um, you know how like those old coin purses that were like, like round little plastic things with a slit in the middle and you squeeze it and they kind of open themselves a little bit. So if you imagine a McDonald's chicken nugget, pickle people order McDonald's pickles on the side in excess. Um, Sometimes you have to really plead on Uber Eats or at the window. um, Like, please give me as many as you feel comfortable to without risking your job or, you know, some sort of pickle appeal. Mm -hmm. Um, But once you have, you know, the pickles on hand, you take a bite 
to sort of open or unseal the pouch that is the chicken nugget, and you squeeze the ends like a coin purse, and what happens is the, the nugget patty sort of pops free from the breading and stays very intact. Ooh. So then you've got a pickle pouch, and you slide a pickle into the nugget, and then... The rest of the nugget is a chicken pickle nugget. Oh, man. So I would recommend. It's not too far off of a frickle, though. Yeah. Which are another thing yeah. that I love. It's a thing good. that I love but can be bad very easily. Yeah. I love it. It's got to be, it's got to kind of tone down the salt. I think if people put too much salt on the breading because the pickle's got enough for you. Yeah. Do you like your, uh, do you like your frickles speared or chipped? I've had them both ways. Never had a spear. Never I had a like spear. them speared better. Because actually my first fried pickle was a spear and everything I, else has been kind of disappointing. I could see it being done way better that way too. Because mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes you get the, the those coins and they're piping hot. Like they will burn your mouth even after like 10 minutes of them sitting there. Or on the flip side, you'll get them and they're way too cold, way too fast. And it's like, okay, so I guess I'm not having these anytime soon because they're just not good anymore. But, yeah, spear sounds interesting. How do you guys feel about pickled-flavored things like pickled chip, like pickle-flavored chips, pickled yeah. pizza? Like well, Those can also go real south real fast. Mm-hmm. Pickled chips, I feel like I rarely have a bad one. Mm-hmm. But pickled pizza, I don't know if I've ever had, and I'm kind of nervous. <gasps> Ooh, I actually make a really good pickled pizza. You do? Yeah, I do. I got really into, um, do you guys know the Milwaukee-style pizza? No. Milwaukee actually has its own regional za, um, which is thin crust. Beyond just thin crust, it's called a cracker crust. Yes. Mm. Then I do. Yep. 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 Okay. And the typical toppings are with sausage and mushroom and onion. That's Mm -hmm. like the Milwaukee pie. Okay. That's like my parents' sub pizza. (laughs) Totally. totally, Right. I I've been working on um, making my own thin crust pizza at home and perfecting that. And the last time I did it, I did like a, a cream sauce, kind of white bechamel sort of um, with fresh dill in there. And I also made um, like potato medallions, like au gratin cheesy potatoes. Ooh. So the sauce was a little dilly, but very cheesy, similar to a cheesy potato. So it was a pickled cheesy potato pizza. And I'll tell you, I bought a single, I had a Jimmy John's driver bring me one dill pickle and I cut it up for my pizza. Wow. So, um, yeah. Do you think they know you there? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Because when I worked at Jimmy John's, like, we there would be people who got, like, like, you know, specific things. And I think we all knew, like, oh, it's the person who gets the pickles. Yeah. Also, shout out to Anthony at Potbelly. Um, I, I went to order a couple dills. I got three whole dills one time in person. He was like, that's all you are ordering. And I was thrilled for the first time in my life to have an, like a really good answer to that question, which was, I'm actually a professional comedian and I was booked on a podcast. And so this is research for a pickle podcast. (laughs) When in reality, like that's just my normal ass behavior. Like that's that's what I do anytime I give food now. (laughs) So I don't have to feel bad. I'm always for a podcast for the podcast. This is for research. This is research. And he was so excited. He gave me a coupon for a free cookie. What? Nice. So That's great. He was really pulling that the pot belly pickle would, um, you know, come out on top. And I, it is tied for first of the delivery pickles. Wow. Out of two, but don't 
Don't. It's really good. Stuff. But you might. But you might knock it a little because you have to do the call. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> Frank. Clearly, we need to get on like a deal with the local restaurants and be like, if you go in there and use code State of the Franchise, yes. like you can, you can get yourself a free cookie too. <laughs> Learn out there, folks. <laughs> it's it's all out there and it's available for you. I uh, just finished my whole deal, and I'm. If I'm a little quiet, it's because I'm dealing mm-hmm. with the sadness. Wow. Yes, but you can't smoke that cigarette in here. <laughs> yeah, please save that for a, a safer <laughs> space. We're, we we have laws in Wisconsin. So, speaking of places in Wisconsin, I think that might get us to our power rankings. Unless you guys have any other coulda, woulda, shouldas you'd like to share. Um, coulda, woulda, shoulda, chamoy pickle. Chamoy. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to know, uh, what that, like, tahine-covered, sweet, salty candy, Mexican delight. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Mm. Yeah. That does sound really tasty. Mm -hmm. I was actually going to ask about a chocolate-covered pickle. I'm sure they exist. I don't know that I want one. No, I'm kind of sad. I have no hard pat. That's a little scary. Yeah. Maybe if there was a caramel layer around the pickle to sort of bridge the texture gap. Oh, like a caramel apple? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Caramel pickle. Actually. Caramel pickle? Actually, wow, though. Wait. Get on the people (laughs) of pickles page, or... Places that people like to talk about pickles, page. <laughs> so I don't really have like a coulda, woulda, shoulda, but I, I don't know. Something I was thinking about last night because the Tabasco uh, pickles I have are Velasic. You know, that's the tastiest crunch I ever heard. Oh, sure. It's got that uh, stork on there. Yeah, sure. Is he supposed to be like the baby stork too? I don't know, but I, if it does go back to that mystery I was talking about and earlier, this, right? I'm, like, you see where I'm going. of birth and, like, the, yeah, absolutely. And the pickles are in on it. That's, like, that's what I'm saying. Plastic was out of the game before this even became a symbol of anything. Is it a stork because of exactly what you were talking about? Because of baby pickles. Yes, that's what I'm saying. And is the Vlasic stork a trans man? It's possible. I mean, it's. I mean, look at the outfit. We can like, canonize it, it if we want to. Scott, like I, the trans, we're ready to claim him. Absolutely. I don't know. I never saw Storks. That was that was a movie oh, that came yeah. out about the the. You want to know about the Storks that deliver the babies? You're Storks. Is that like a Pixar thing? Or? It, it's like a, it wants to be a Pixar. That's like yeah. a, a, an Illumination thing or something. Yeah. It sounds like an off-brand thing. Probably yeah. same quality as Mario. Not to say it's I've more seen of like a, a, a spies in disguise sort of deal. <laughs> Either way, it's it's probably something that's not on the radar. But that was my brain brain wrinkle last night. Was he's the Velocity guy and storks are known to deliver babies. Making a pickle is kind of like. A metaphor for baby. Absolutely. And yeah, it's I, I literally had to put it in my notes. <laughs> I've never expected to get this deep with pickles in like everything around their mythology, but they are older than dirt. I mean it's mm-hmm. like you you really have to respect the game when it comes to pickles and everything they stand for. Well I, if you've um been sort of changed by our time together and you want to find new ways to integrate this passion into your lifestyle, um the group on Facebook is called For the Love of Pickles, and there are it's boasting 299.4K members. Wow. So there is a strong community. That is great. Yeah. Tom, can I, can I talk to you for a second? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we, we, should, we, should, we should post the episode on there and then get all the pickle people to listen to our podcast. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. Great idea. Great all idea. Right. 
And then before we get to the rankings, I have one other thing that I tried to look up today because when I think of pickles, I have like this song in my head and I don't recall what it's from, but it was a sweet pickle, sour pickle, somewhere in between. Life is like a pickle. It's somewhere in between. It's somewhere in between. Sweet pickles, something, something, days are filled with joy. Something, 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 something. Then it goes in the sour pickles are for the bad days. Sweet pickle, sour pickle. Wow. I'm starting to think it might be from Veggie Tales. It sounds like a Veggie Tale story. It sounds like a new non-binary anthem. It does. Sweet pickles, sour pickles, something, in be- somewhere in between. I That's sp- me. I spent, like... Literally minutes trying to Google this song, like this lyrics. I even added Veggie Tales. I could not find it anywhere. Oh, so no. I think you could just have that. Maybe I just invented it as yeah. a kid. Yeah, I love it. I feel like we need to. Another thing that we need to canonize. Let's just write the Wikipedia page for pickles. Okay. You I got feel like- about two hundred ninety-nine point four k friends that are also going to be <laughs> trying to do the same thing. But this is true. This is true. There's a lot of real estate to fight for. Yeah, we are mighty. I like our people. chances to try and be a part of the community and but well we're very accepting we would be i'm very happy to have you that's for sure i just want the pickle recommendations at this point i just need to know where to go and get the best pickles so speaking of that i'm gonna take that uh as a transition to talk to uh, you both about your power rankings this week what is your favorite spot to go and get pickles and I have a feeling that you're going to share a couple places that we've heard about already. Yeah, I think it's still got to be the Milwaukee County Zoo, though. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. What's special about the Milwaukee County Just Zoo? Just my personal trauma. Oh, I see. But I think that they also do it the best. Like, if this was, like, a Mount Olive dill that my sister had been white-knuckle gripping and, you know, not allowing me to access... I don't know that it would have had the staying power. I could tell from the look of that bad boy that it was like primo pickle territory. Wow. So that's that's mine. Fred, what's what's uh, the top of your list? I'll just throw out uh, what we said before. Store-bought Clausen's at a rest, like, well, you know, out, like, getting takeout. I love that Jimmy John's cut into Spears. I like it. I feel like... I'm going to throw out a random one here that I just thought about because it's been percolating, mm-hmm. percolating like a pickle in my head. Uh, Cafe Lulu in Bayview makes a great slaw, like an Asian-style slaw. They also make great chips, like homemade chips with blue cheese. But they also have some pickle spears that are surprisingly satisfying. Mm. More alliteration for you both there. They're very, very tasty, and always, that's the one place I will eat the pickle last. Oh, wow. Not before the meal. Got to be the last thing, because I got to get through those sides first and decide if the pickle's going to be saved or continue forward. You need that briny finish. Yes. Yeah, as a capstone. It is. It's a, it's a, it's a pickle cleanser. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Any other places you guys want to call out? Uh, a local spot, if you're ever in Milwaukee, Transfer Pizza has the Ooh. first pickle pizza I ever had. And, oh, my gosh. It's great. Tons of fresh dill. Um, I didn't even know they had them there. Yeah, it's it's really good. Wow. That's the one I kind of hover over the most like for having. I feel them, and then like Ian's will throw it out every once, once in a while. But, yeah, Transfer, I know, does it. 
Wow. I'll have to double check that. Um, any others you want to throw out, Fred? Oh, no, I really did like the Devil's Spit from Famous Dave's. You know, they, they've, they've kind of made some, they have some decent products for being like a restaurant first. Like, I think their barbecue sauce is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, the Devil's Spit Pickles, you know, like, I, I kind of love a spicy food that's not going to send me, like, into, like, a spiral of just sweat and my mouth on fire. But I do like it to slow me down, and those do that. Yeah. That does sound like a pretty good one. I almost want to go to Famous Dave's just to try them now. <laughs> I'll say one place that makes surprisingly decent frickles, and as a place you would be like, uh-uh, no chance. But this is also coming on a podcast where we have discovered that Pizza Hut is the best uh, maker of wings and pizza among some of the chains. But Buffalo Wild Wings makes some surprisingly good mm. fried pickles. Oh, really? That'd be good to know because we 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 do the B dubs every once in a while. It's not our favorite, but it's kind of like when we're both don't know what to pick, we'll go there. Yeah. And I always see those and I think about them. I'll, I'll say this: don't get your hopes up. Don't go in there thinking you're about to be blown away by it. But it's <laughs> like if you're gonna have a couple wings and you don't want to commit to fries or anything, a fried pickle is not a bad side there. When I go to Buffalo Wild Wings, I check my expectations <laughs> at the door. <laughs> <laughs> so don't. Don't worry about yeah, that. company policy. That's true. So I think that gets us to the end of our episode here. Hannah, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Oh, please just punch. Oh, it's it's our honor, truthfully. It's it, Please just punch. The puns, everything was pickle perfect. <laughs> is there anything you would like to plug, though, at this time? Yeah, my pickle plug is actually for... Um, I uh, am a producer of an improv group called Stein. Um, mm. So you can find us on Instagram at Stein Improv, where we, um, in the style of R.L. Stein's Goosebumps, um, will write original um, spooky and fantastical stories on the spot. And um, for clips, shows, uh, also everything else you would get on Instagram, you can go to Instagram for that. That's, again, Stein Improv. Okay. Yeah, I've seen that show. I think twice, definitely once, and it is—it's a great show. Oh, thanks. Yeah, lovely Stein Improv. Check it out at you're at Interchange Theater normally, or you're at Comedy Sports We're an as well. Indie group. So uh, if you've got a place for us to play, we'd be happy to have a conversation. So <laughs> send them a message on Instagram. Fred, how about you? Anything you'd like to plug at this time? Um, no, I, uh, I'll have some things cooking soon in a couple episodes. I think we have some pretty exciting episodes coming up, and, uh, I'll have exciting plugs to put on those. Lovely. I will just plug the podcast. We are at State of the Franchise Podcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to send us an email with any questions or any comments you would like shared on the show, we will read those live on air. We've done it before. We'll do it again. Uh, Say the franchise with Fred and Tom. We are on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Check us out on there. Just look us up. And if you want to leave us a one-time donation, you can go to buymeacoffee.com slash S-O-T-F. You can also sign up for a repeat donation if you would like. But really, we're most uh, thankful for you just tuning into the show every time we drop an episode. And hope you stay tuned for next time. Or we'll be talking about 
The Muppets. Yeah, it's going to be good. And uh, we also appreciate all the likes and comments on social media. We always like to see people interacting with our pages. Yeah, absolutely. Please like and subscribe. And if you feel like leaving a review, that'd be great, too. Hannah, thanks once more for coming on. Love all the pickle talk that we had. And thank you all for listening, and we'll see you next time. Got no cares, cause all I wanna do is charge my phone and drive with an interview. And work and talk to you about where I'm